Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. That one to me cracks me up because they're, they're punters. You mentioned Sam Martin yeah. dealing with the, the hamstring issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, they brought in another punter. He's left-footed. Oh, my God. And Let's so stop it was the like, presses. oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? And Tobe's like, we flipped the switch on the machine to go... <laughs> Also, spin it, spin it the other way. I, I mean, also we—it's this built-in excuse. I mean, I know it's a little bit different coming off the left foot, but oh, my yeah. God, oh yeah, oh my God, they're professional athletes. Catch yeah. the ball and run. What do you guys do for this? I don't know. Uh, Turn the machine left. I mean, they're gonna have a left-footed punter. That could be the difference in the game. They're not used to seeing. Good lord, the baseball excuse of the left-footed punter. Yeah, it it it, it is uh, it is a baseball excuse. It is time to talk to our buddy up in Buffalo and let's do this thing because I don't know what it's like to be owning a bar in Buffalo, Vinny Garofalo. And I'm thinking to myself, you were here. You know what it's like in Kansas City. You're the guy who had the trophy presented to him by Patrick Mahomes at the Super Bowl parade as we talked to you last year. But you're also a Bills owner in Buffalo, my man. They know you're a Chiefs fan. They know you're kind of a Kansas City bar. What's it been like this week in Buffalo for you, my friend? Oh, lots of snow. Good morning, fellas. How are we? Good, man. How are you? Good, good. Freezing my ass off. Yeah, <laughs> I bet you are. It's so, cold out here. So, so it's cold, but like, what, what's the community been like for you this week? Are people like uh, thumbing their nose rabid. at you? Yeah. They've been rabid. They were uh, they were chanting, we want the Chiefs after the uh, after the Pittsburgh game. I told them, be careful what you wish for. Yeah, right. You're, you're going to get the Chiefs. And and, yeah. and 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 so now Kansas City's going up there. I just feel like listening into Buffalo this week, and, and you can tell me from being there, it feels like, though, that this fan base They're is nervous. tense, man. Oh, like, yeah. Puckered oh, yeah. Up. They're shaking. That defense is uh, it's got a few key injuries, man. And I, I honestly, I, I think that's going to be, you know, part of the difference there you know honestly kind of like how we played them shorthanded what six seven weeks ago yeah same, same thing absolutely we get to kind of put that shoe back on their foot and let them play a little exactly. bit shorthanded and with sean hockey refing it's better so how has your life changed since this time basically last year when you had the moment with patrick mahomes and the super bowl trophy in the parade it's been awesome man it's uh it's a lot of uh Look at me, look at my trophy, look at my bar, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. <laughs> I, uh, I'm I'm hoping I'm back in a few weeks to see you guys over there, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah, we, well, we like are as book. well. So either way. Um, so, so when you're, when you're looking at fans coming up this weekend to Buffalo, if Kansas city fans are traveling, I'm sure they will be, whether they can get there or not is a different story with all the snow and nonsense that's going on. What, uh, where, where can they find you and find your bar? 
They can find us Casey's Black Rock, 484 Amherst Street. We're in the Black Rock section of Buffalo. You'll see the big Chiefs flag out front. Are there people like throwing rocks at your place, though? I mean, like, because I know in some other cities, like if you were in Philly and you were flying like a cowboy banner, they probably want to well, throw rocks. Well, if at I remember you. right on Super on Super Bowl Sunday last year, right? You, you just kind of like bunkered in with some buddies and watched the game and didn't have the place open, right? Yeah, no, no. So we were open in the public, but we had a uh, we had a sign on the front door saying. Uh, if you intend on rooting for the Eagles, you will not be served. We are not even remotely kidding. <laughs> and then we had a few. Uh, we had a few jokers try to come in at halftime uh, when they were up ten, and they were uh, they were escorted out pretty briskly. So um, yeah, I, I just hope everyone plays nice this week. I you know I anticipate a lot of Bills fans being in the bar, as a lot of the Chiefs fans that come in are actually going to the game. So we're going to be outnumbered, but uh, they're going to hear you know whoever's there, they're going to hear them. I can assure you of that. That's awesome. So, but but everybody's being nice to you as a Chiefs fan. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> as, as best they can, as best they can. What would this win mean for Buffalo, though, if they finally knock off the Chiefs? Like, what would this win mean for that team? I mean, I think I think we're the inevitable hurdle for them. Uh, you know, to beat them in the playoffs would be would be huge for them and huge for the city. But uh, it's not going to happen. You know, quite frankly, I just don't. I don't think that team. Um, is going to be able to, you know, score points, you know, consistently on this defense. I think this defense has looked amazing last week. They're peaking. Um, they're, I feel like they've been ascending all year, and they're about as healthy as they've been. So, uh, you know, they can dream all they want, but, uh, you know, we're getting that W on Sunday, and that's it. What's more devastating for Buffalo fan, losing to Kansas City or beating Kansas City and then losing next week in the AFC Championship game to Baltimore or Houston? Oh, there's no doubt it's, it's, it's losing to Kansas City in this game. This is this is half their Super Bowl. There's undoubtedly they want this game more than anything. Like I said, they were chanting, "We want the Chiefs." So you know, Patrick uh, Patrick is taking on the role of the road villain this weekend, and uh, you know there's going to be a lot of broken hearts here in Buffalo. I love it. I love it. You have a, a really good scouting report. I mean, you should you should be passing that along to Buffalo. This defense you can't score <laughs> oh, on. Trust me, this, this Chiefs I, defense I you have. can't score on. If you, I mean, if you remember, you know, seven weeks ago, they they could not move the ball in the second half. You know, aside from a couple gadget plays and a couple long runs by Allen, they they were not consistently moving the ball whatsoever. So I I anticipate you know more of the same, honestly. Well, I, I think with Josh Allen too, we have to make sure we tackle his ass because that deke the other day where he faked like he was going down and Pittsburgh all retreated, you know, you know, like a like a parachute almost. We gotta we we gotta make sure that he's down on the ground and can't let him do that kind of stuff in the game. I think our defense is, is a little more hard nosed, uh, especially in the tackling department between Drew and uh, and Nick and Willie, and uh, I think we'll be just fine, you know, containing him. Well, Vinny, you enjoy the uh, enjoy the game, enjoy the Chiefs' victory, and enjoy strutting around Buffalo with another victory over them there Bills, my friend. And the awards of the illustrious Bart Scott can't wait. No doubt about it. Have fun, Vinny. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. See you guys soon. You got it. That's Vinny Garofalo, who owns Casey's Black Rock Bar in Buffalo. So if you're going up there as a Chiefs fan, that's where you need to go. Casey's Black Rock Bar uh, in Buffalo. And it's spelled C-A-S-E-Y, but I'm sure it's a play on K-C yeah, for Kansas City, right? Yeah, didn't want to make it too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> It'll have the big flag out front. Yeah. There you go. You got to get there. And the Super Bowl, tro- look and the the Super Super Bowl, Bowl trophy. Look at the Super Bowl trophy. Yeah. Uh, that would be nowhere else. Right. That would be nowhere else. All right, let's make some people some money. All right, let's do it. Or not. You ready to make some money? Show me the money. 
Need a little help with your picks this weekend? Got Fesco out here calling himself Mr. Parlay. Well, let the experts help. The guys from the morning show we just completely eliminated. They went 0 for 15 this season. Didn't get a single bet right. It's time for picking parlays on Fesco in the morning. I don't like his insinuation. I love that intro. I really do. They were not good at this because the stats would prove we're not good at this. Um, (laughs) I can't wait to start talking to Vern again. I'm going to give you a little appetizer before we get to football because you got to start with football. Like set the play with with football. Football. What do we have this weekend? Serie A? I think Crystal Palace is going to draw with Arsenal. Not a lot of people are seeing this one coming. Wow. But I think Crystal Palace at home, I'd like to draw Arsenal at plus 450. All right. And then uh, Las Palmas. Who? Is going to. Never heard of him. <laughs> is going to beat Rayo Vallecano in, uh, in the Italian league at plus 340. That's those are like tomorrow morning. Like just to get your to get your palate wet. Yeah, yeah. Just to get just to get going before your weekend. So a plus four fifty and a plus three forty to get that thing jump started. And then we'll then we get into football. All right. Uh I like the the Texans and the nine and a half. I think they okay. keep that one close. I don't think they win, but I think they keep it close. Right. Closer than than Baltimore would like. So at uh, plus nine and a half at minus 110 on, on that one. Uh, the Niners and Packers, I'm taking the Niners points. I I, I just think that they're going to end up running away from things. I don't know at what point, but I, I think the Niners are going to actually back up the hype. So I, I like the Niners at minus nine and a half at minus 110. Uh, Detroit on the money line at minus 300. And then when we get to the uh, the Chiefs and Bills, how about uh, Isaiah Pacheco over 68 and a half yards? We're doing, we're doing good if he gets over. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephon Diggs under 65 and a half. You got to deal with Legereus Sneed again. So under 65 and a half for Stephon Diggs. And Travis Kelsey over 69 and a half. <laughs> That's awesome. That's his number. Over 69 and a half. That one at plus 861. So $10 at plus 112868 So it's about $11,000. Good win. For 10 bucks. Wow. On that parlay. B-dub? I think it all comes down to that, uh, that first match. <laughs> so with... Crystal Palace. I'm really really, really pulling for a Crystal Palace draw is really what I'm banking on here. All right. Uh, I'm going to make some money as well. I got a Kansas City Chiefs on the money line plus Rasheed Rice first touchdown score. I'm also rolling Houston Texans on the money line and the Packers on the money line and a score I predicted correct last week on the Man City game. Oh, yeah. I drilled it. Hit it. Going at it again. Man City is going to beat uh, whoever they're playing. Three to two. Ten dollar bet will get you forty two thousand three hundred eighty one dollars. That's a nice. big payday. I'm going pretty simple. I'm taking all of the underdogs this weekend on the money line. Houston, Green Bay, Tampa, and yes, Kansas City on the money line. I'm taking Pacheco with an anytime TD, Kelsey with an anytime TD, and Rashi Rice with an anytime TD. All plus twelve thousand seven six seven seven. A ten dollar bet will win you almost wow. thirteen thousand nice. dollars. Nice. All the underdogs on the money line: Pacheco, Kelsey, and Rice with anytime touchdowns. Let's roll. All right.
That's going to get money. you to 35 nothing. Yeah, Those are three is, of those yes, touchdowns right exactly there. That's exactly right. Yep. All right. That is today's edition of Pick and Parlays. Choose wisely. <laughs> uh, the list of, I guess, demands is now out by Frank White. So at least there's that for progress. We'll discuss next. Hey, this is Trey Smith. We'll go with my guy, Bob Fesco, in the morning, starting at 6 on 610 Sports Radio. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. 610 Sports Radio. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We'll talk to Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs, coming up at 7.30. He'll drop by coming up in about 13 minutes. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be good. I know he's ticked off about something today, uh-oh, so that's uh-oh. why I say uh-oh. So stay uh-oh. tuned All right, because we're going to set Mitch off right from the start nice. today, fellas. Well, he and Dana are going to be both jumpy on Sunday, uh, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, it's, that's it's go great. time. Like I, I like the fight that Mitch has today that mm. he's going to bring at 730, nice. and I love the fight that Dana had in that illustrious open. If you haven't heard that, 9 o'clock, we will replay that open for you here on 610 Sports Radio. It is awesome. All right, so... The uh, the stadium vote isn't happening as of now. Right. Uh, the veto was put in place by Jackson County Executive Frank White. There needs to be six votes to overturn the veto and get it on the ballot coming up in April. All right. Mm-hmm. So that's where we stand on that. They have till Monday to to overturn things. Right. But Frank White did put out a statement yesterday, which did detail finally, like. Here's what I'm looking for. Yeah, Mister White. Finally, right? Like you know. Years late, days late, months late, whatever it is, it's very late. And legacy and, late. And legacy, yeah, his legacy's already tarnished, man. Like, like no, nobody likes Frank White anymore in this town. Uh, it's just amazing to hear how many people from our age just are very disappointed that that Frank White has let them down. Frank White, he misplayed it, 
And Frank White, in the blink of an eye, goes from hero to goat. And that's exactly what happened with Frank White. But he, he laid out two plans that he wants to see, or not two plans, ten things that he wants to see before he is willing to say, sure, let's go to the ballot. Now, the legislators in Jackson County have the opportunity to override Frank White's veto. I'm told there are five right now that are willing to override the veto. They need six. There are two, Sean Smith and Jalen Anderson, who are willing to be open-minded and listen and swing their vote away from the county executive's vote, but they need to be convinced of some things as well before this thing goes to press on Monday. So you have all day today, all weekend to work on this, and all day on Monday. I hope there's not a stop down because the weekend is here and everybody's going to happy hour. Like Ladies this and gentlemen. Thing- the weekend, right? Yeah, the it's weekend. See, see you later. We're done. No, you need to get moving on this thing and make sure it reaches the people. Because what I, I've been told, and there's been some developments overnight, I'm told that this is a very passionate topic and a lot of people in Jackson County want to vote on that. So that's number one. That's the only thing that you really need to know. This is a very popular topic with the voters. So it needs to go to the ballot, whether Frank White's feelings are met or not. So the people want to vote on that. And I think that's the number one most important thing. But I think in politics today... We We don't really care what the people want. We want to do what's best for our own special interests, and that's not the right way to do things. So the people want this on the ballot. I'm also told we're going to hear from a lot of people in the business community coming out in support of this plan to get it on the ballot to allow the people to vote on this. Now, I will say if the 10 some of the 10 things that are on this list haven't happened then they, they shouldn't be voting. Well, you, you, they, they shouldn't be. If the, those the, answers aren't there, there shouldn't be a vote. Correct. I am amazed that some of these things don't have answers, and there's at a, least the, to Frank White. There, there are two things on this thing that I think definitely deserve uh, answers. And, and, and one of those is where are the Royals building this thing? The Royals need to come out and tell people where they're building this stadium, right? No more East Village, no more Star Building, no more up north. Like, come out and what give us it? a definitive location. What is it? That's fair. That That is 100% fair. They need to let people know where they're building this thing. And the other thing that I, I totally agree with on this thing that we don't know about is the Chiefs Improvement Plan. What are they going to do? They've released no information. What are you going to do with this money? The public needs to know these things. And I think both of the organizations, the Royals and Chiefs, have been poor in telling the public what they want. And, you know, as bad as Frank White has been through all of this, the Royals and Chiefs haven't been exactly as transparent as they need to be. Yeah, we want to keep the teams here, but if we're going to fund this thing, what is it that you want? You got to tell us what you're using this money for. That's that's the right way to do business. And then Frank wants the, you know the private capital investment. Both teams must what commit. What are you putting in? Well, we know what the Royals are putting in: a billion dollars plus cost overruns. I've not heard a damn word from the Chiefs about what they're putting into this thing. If, if we do this, what are you doing? That's right. fair. That's a fair question too. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, again, some of these I can't believe haven't already been answered. Like, yeah, well, that you're it, this it, stage, you're sent, you probably shouldn't send it to a vote if these questions aren't answered. Where's the stadium going to be? You have assurances that the that the the, uh, the Chiefs are going to stay put, right? But what are you going to do when the, the the Royal Stadium is gone? How much you putting in? And we we want you to uh, keep your ancillary offices in Jackson County as well, right? Which whatever yeah, I don't care about that, right, but I understand. Yeah. But I understand the tax implications of of doing such things. Right. If you want to mandate that they do that, maybe that's a sticking point for the teams too. They're like we'd like to keep our options open to to possibly. Certainly from the Chiefs side, right? Yeah, because the Royals uh, are not moving through spring training to, to Kansas. Do something. City. Do something with uh, with Kansas. There's an opportunity, probably, to uh, to come up with some kind of plan that way. And if they want to guard against it, fine, negotiate that. Uh, but where's it going to be? Yeah. <laughs> and what are you putting in? And Chiefs, what are you going to do? Are all fair questions that I can't believe have gotten to this point without at least 
people behind the scenes getting right. the answers to, and, and like like him. And that's what I wonder. Does he have the information? Is he just throwing this out here to try to delay things a little bit because of a personal vendetta against the Royals for no longer being the announcer and never being the manager? I guess I, I don't, don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So I just I just just. But fly, also, we just heard, fly on the wall here, going. I can't believe you don't have these answers. Well, but but see, I'm also, you know, we we've talked about how you know Frank has canceled meetings and 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 whatnot with the team. They've been and ready whatnot. to present those answers, and, and, and he, he hasn't. And he's done ducking it. and hiding, know. and we we don't know. But like this, this is stuff he should probably have uh, the answer to. Other stuff that he's asking for, he wants insurance, you know, being paid for by the teams. The teams have already said they're doing that. Parks and Rec reimbursement. The teams are already saying they're going to you know give back to that. Who's going to pay to de- demolish the stadium? That doesn't need to be on this thing. But the location does. The Royals need to step up today and say this is where we're going i've heard from enough people now that seemingly believe the star building site is the favorite in the clubhouse for this but we got to hear that officially from the royal so people do know what they're voting on and we do need to know what the chiefs are going to do and we need to know how much money the hunt family is putting into this because we know john sherman paid a billion for the team and is now putting another billion dollars plus cost overruns into the stadium clark what are you doing yeah and i i Again, it's it's one thing if you or I don't know. I can't right. believe that the people who need to know claiming they don't know. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. So they're the ones that can do this for you. I would think you'd have to have those answers. Right. And if they if they don't, then I understand where you're at. But but you 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 got a weekend and a day to get the, you got two actually work days, Friday and Monday. I don't know if politicians work on Friday. Uh, so you got Friday and Monday, and you got all weekend. So you essentially works on Friday. Yeah, that's probably true. You, I, I was thinking yesterday, a four day work except, week is except, where we need to go. Us. Yeah. So four days. You got four days to get this thing done to convince at least one legislator to move their vote to the to the right side and allow the people to vote on it. And that's where I come. Whether we know the answers and all this stuff that's behind the scenes that's going on, at the end of the day, the public does want to vote on this. It is a very, very, very popular ballot issue. The public wants to vote on this, and I think the public deserves to vote on this. And elected officials should not be not allowing the public to vote on something that the public wants to vote on. That we can agree. That we can agree. So Monday, another deadline. deadline. Yeah. (laughs) Got, got a lot of work, it sounds like, to do before the weekend is out to get that thing uh, get that thing overturned. We will talk to Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs. He sounds as fired up as Danon. All right. Our guys are ready to fight. The Chiefs will be, too. We'll talk to Mitch next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Tune in to hear Nate Taylor every Thursday at 825 during the Chiefs season right here on 610 Sports Radio. 21-14 Chiefs. Oh, yes. Pattern wide open, Gonzalez. 15-10. Lowers the shoulder. Leaps into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. What a day for Kansas City's brilliant tight end, Tony Gonzalez. He's the pride of Smith Center, Kansas. First and 10 for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Half-back pass. Marcus Allen right side. Touchdown, Kansas City. Dayton Hughes from Marcus Allen. He's a member of the Kansas Association of Broadcasters and Missouri Broadcasters Association Hall of Fame. Holmes off tackle left, gets a block at the 10, breaks a tackle, angles left near front pylon, touchdown, Kansas City. He's a four-time Emmy winner. Holmes in the pocket, floats a pass near side, Kelsey over the shoulder, he's got the catch, he's got the touchdown, Kansas 
city. And he loves him some pooches. Picked up by Watson. Watson could go all the way. The seventh round pick, 10-5, Jalen Watson. Entering his 30th year as the voice of the Chiefs. For the second time in four seasons, the Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. It's Mitch Holtis on Fesco in the morning. Update, update, update. Five-time Emmy winner Mitch Holtis How joins us. How about that? Brought Congratulations. to Silverstein Eye Centers. Achieve your best vision and experience outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Centers. All right, Mitch. Way to go. I love it, man. Five-time oh, I, I Emmy. That. I, my favorite part of that whole thing is Lenny going, pass, pass, yeah. pass. <laughs> I, I cracked up every time I hear it. I miss that guy so much, but uh, I actually remember that play. And Lenny's just freaking out, like, pass! Like, he's, no, that's that's for the defensive guys to yell out. But, <laughs> oh, man. Trying to help. We're a dog, baby. We're in playoff mode, man. The hair's on fire. Danon uh, and, and Josh, we're going into the uh, the mouth of the lion this weekend. To, uh, we're just marching into the gates of Hades here uh, on steeds with our swords drawn. This is uh, – uh, just beware of dog today. Yeah, well, I'm going to get you fired up and ready to go because I don't know if you've heard this, Mitch, but Patrick Mahomes has never played a road playoff game before. Uh, yeah, I'm on 15 shows like this every week. Schedule. Sorry, guys. I know you're the, you're the best ones of all, okay? Of but, course. Yeah. So, and I'm on different, you know, Des Moines and Wichita and Lincoln and Omaha. So I'm on it, it, every show, almost every show is like, Patrick Mahomes has never played in a true road playoff game. Like, the earth is going to stop moving. Yeah. Like, okay. So, I got hit with it in, in Des Moines. And I said, no, he has. And then the co-host goes, oh, come on, Mitch. I'm playing in a Super Bowl is not a true road playoff game. Because I put out on Twitter, Super Bowl 55 wasn't a true road. I said, no. Were you there? Because if you were, you would realize that was a road game. It was COVID Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. This wasn't, you know, Joe Corporate sipping cognac and smoking cigars. This was our bus getting thrown out with crap like it used to be when we went back to Oakland. And the friends and family bus getting rocked like it's going to get pulled over, uh, thrown over on its side. I mean, they were letting people in free from Tampa so they'd have some kind of crowd. And that was every bit of road feeling. You can ask Dana about it. Every bit of road feeling uh, as any game you'd want. And he's 39-11 on the road. So yeah. it's just, it's a lazy narrative, Bob. I'm, I'm, it's a lazy narrative. If people say that he has not played a true road game the way the NFL sees it, okay. But then you follow up and say, well, he did play Super Bowl 55, and it wasn't like any normal Super Bowl because it was really a home crowd of Tampa Bay people that were rowdy. And so, but anyway, I just... I've been fighting people all week on this. I'm, I'm sick of lazy narratives. Well, I, I am too, but that's the media today, Mitch. I mean, you know, it, it's lazy narrative after lazy narrative. And so um, I, I think if people start doing the research, they're going to understand that Patrick Mahomes is really good on the road. Here are some numbers. You mentioned 39 and 11. That's like a 79% winning percentage. That's the best mark in the NFL in history among passers who have played at least 14 games on the road. 
Otto Graham, who Josh covered, played 36 road games in his career. He's second all-time with a 764 winning percentage, and this comes from MSNBC. What's more is Mahomes' road passer rating of 107.6 is also number one in NFL history. With 119 road touchdowns outside of Kansas City, Mahomes ranks only behind Brady, Peyton Manning, and Joe Montana, who all played like double the amount of time that Patrick has, and he's already fourth on the all-time list of road touchdowns as well. And in 15 playoff starts, as we know with Patrick Mahomes, he's 12-3, and three, number one in postseason history. So the road isn't a big factor for this guy. Or is he something lesser than Joe Montana or Tom Brady because he just hasn't played road playoff game? Right. You know how many Tom Brady in 20 years with New England Patriots played? You know how many road playoff games? Eight. He was four and four in those eight games. And Joe Montana, before he came to Kansas City, actually got a road win here uh, because of the game he had against Houston to get to Buffalo in the AFC Championship game and back in 93. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he's played. He, Joe Montana played seven true road games as a 49er, and he was three and four in those games. I'll double check that. But it's like well, Patrick is something lesser than these goats because he just hasn't played road playoff games. I like as well that he that he likes he relishes these moments. Um, I don't know that he loves them. I don't know that every player does to that extent where like, hey, I grew up watching games and I always thought it would be really cool to play there. Like he's got that about him as well that I that I think does factor in. It's like, yeah, I used to watch Buffalo. I want to go and play there and win. So I think the fact that it matters to him, I think is is really cool. He's on point too this week. He is on point. And he's ready to go in there. I mean, this is the it's the image of him against Max Crosby's face of like you woke up, you know, you woke up the wrong hemity hemity. Uh, he's ready to go, and this team is too. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a loud environment. It's going to be they got you know fifty feet of snow, but this team's ready to go in there and win this game. And they've got they just got that feeling of the edge, that kind of underdog feeling back. But I just get upset when I keep hearing it over and over, never played a true road playoff game. And if you want to make Super Bowls, I said this, Josh, I said so to this person, I said the Big Ten Championship next year is moving from Indianapolis to Iowa City. Cool. And Iowa's going to be in it. Uh, yeah, Finally. Iowa's going to be in it. They're, yeah, they're going to play Ohio State in the championship. I don't want that. Let's go Buckeyes. Yeah. That's my team. No, no, no. Is that going to feel like a – that's going to be like a road yeah. or a neutral game because technically it's neutral. And I can give the stadium up to Frank Corporate Guy, you know, to smoke cigars, but it's still going to be in Iowa City in that stadium. It's ridiculous that people think that that wasn't a road playoff game. Talking with Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs here on 610 Sports Radio. Is Doc Brown going to be at this game? It seems like the Bills have gone back to the future in their last six games or so. They went to the DeLorean. Here's okay. Let's give them credit. The Buffalo Bills deserve credit. on On December the 10th, when they played the Chiefs, they were six and six. Their probability of winning the AFC East was five percent. And there's some doubt about Sean McDermott. Remember, he took over defensive coordinator. I'll take this over by myself. I'll fix it. And fired the offensive coordinator. What they did was went back to the future. They got Michael J. Fox and and pulled back the 2021 playbook. Josh Allen running the ball is such a weapon, not only scrambling, but on designed runs. 
They're one of the few teams in the league that does it. Baltimore does it too. They'll go back to pass and go, oh, look, oh, look, it's a pass. And within an instant, the linemen then will change their blocking scheme and it'll be a quarterback power play. It's very effective. But I think Buffalo got away from it, particularly in the latter part of 22 and the first part of 23, because they didn't want to get Josh Allen killed. It's just one kill shot and, you know, they're in trouble. So they thought, no, we got to reduce these. Then I think they get back to desperation at 6-6. Six and six. That's what they're doing. This is James Cook running the ball. He's doing it very well. And designed runs or scrambling ad lib runs by Josh Allen. That's the biggest reason offensively that and Dalton Kincaid of why they've gone on a six-game winning streak. It is an interesting kind of like big three versus big three with these two teams. Yeah, and, and it's and it, so our big three, I think, it, and here's why I think that the Chiefs have had this resurgence uh, and, and I do feel that way ever since the Cincinnati game. And getting that pseudo bye week, Josh, was enormous for Patrick Mahomes to back up, I think, just kind of mentally to get that rest and for Travis Kelsey physically to get the rest. But it's the formation of the triangle, the Rice-Pacheco-Kelsey triangle. When you talk to football coaches and specifically Andy Reid, he loves to use geometric ways to get guys open. But then you get the personnel that forms the triangle when it's a running back tight end and wide receiver. And now all of a sudden you get a rhythm to move forward and other guys become complementary pieces. For the Bills, you're thinking, well, Stephon Diggs is in there. Well, kind of. It's really Dalton Kincaid, their rookie tight end out of Utah, who is very skilled. The route tree has nine numbers. He, like Kelsey, Kincaid can run every route on that tree. Very skilled. They line him up inside on trips so that they get mismatches with him or he's in the slot in twins and they can get, he's, he's very effective um, and had 177 yards in his last two regular season games. So that cook and Allen running the ball has been the main triangle, especially in the last several weeks to get the Buffalo bills in this game or boys, they wouldn't be in this game. Mitch, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here because next segment we're going to talk about Mike Florio continuing to make up rumors about Andy Reid's future. Why is he doing this? Well, we talk about disruptions or trying to create distractions. I have no idea why he's doing it. There's no indication uh, unless he has some secret conversation with coach or coach's agent, then what's he doing? It's, it's really it's careless. And to me, it's meant to be a distraction. This is the same guy that said he wanted San Francisco in Super Bowl 54 to intentionally go after and even infer to hurt Mahomes. And you might as well get an unsportsmanlike or not unnecessary roughness penalty, especially close to the goal line, because it's only a half the distance penalty. He said that. Now, if I say that, I'm probably getting suspended. I can't believe what comes out of that dude and, and what he says, and I don't think it's really good for the league. And unless he's got some secret, hey, I talked to an unnamed source, he didn't even say that. Right. He's just putting it out there. Hey, he's – and that just makes Coach more determined. You're a coach. He goes, I'm old, but I'm not that old. And that's his way of, you know, coaches always kind of joking around and taking shots at himself. But truthfully, I just think it gives Andy Reid more resolve. And, it's, I mean, this team's going in there to win, man. I'm telling you. Yep. they. Uh, it's I, I'm fired up for this one. And then basically Dana and I – and. Kling, you'll be down on the field getting snowballs thrown at you. We're actually in the crowd. You realize that, right? The crowd yells at us the whole game. That's awesome. Yell oh, yeah. back. Lenny, I saw 
There was a guy. Well, no, you don't because they put you on social media. Oh, that's and right. They put it out there. Remember? Remember Carolina when Whitlock did that owner. years ago? Yeah, and then the Carolina. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. yep. But I, I, I might be restrained, but Danon won't. Like we're, he's just going to be out there, and so he's like, "All right, I got to join him." It's like the you know somebody taking a shot at my quarterback. Like I got to join. So this could be by the third quarter, you'll you'll hear nothing but just yelling and and uh, a fight break out. How important well, is you it? You got to come join us too. If yeah, you stay you, down there on the sideline and watch this go on and not join us, then stand there. Yeah, throwing you, snowballs you, from you, there. You got to be getting their backs, Josh. Yeah. You get your shovel and you run up there. How right. important, Mitch, is it to have Josh bring Allen turn Smith with you? Yeah, bring Trey. Bring Trey. Trey will rip faces yeah. off in the crowd yeah. too. Yeah. How important is it to get a turnover out of Josh Allen in this one, my man? That's his. Uh, that's his cavity. He has more turnovers than any human in this league over the past two years. He was doing a little bit of Philip Rivers, where putting up a lot of numbers, and then he get to the, his red zone turnovers were ghastly. Now those have re, those have reduced, but here's the importance: in the last two years, since the beginning of 2021, his 41 giveaways are the most in the league. Not just interceptions, but fumbles lost. But guys, if he does not turn it over, he's 20 and one. The only loss. This goes back now. To, I'm sorry. This goes back to the mid uh, since 2020. So he's only had 21 games where he hasn't turned it over, which is odd. But he's 20-1 and one in those games. The only game he did not turn it over and lost was the Kelsey 13-second game in the divisional playoff round of the 2021 season. That's it. So if you can get just one, it can kind of get in his head. I, I respect him. I've got, I'm Wes Montooth holding the ladder at the zoo in Anchorman, and Josh <laughs> Allen's on there saying, don't you talk about Dorothy Mantooth. She's a saint. She's a saint. But Josh Allen, I respect him. Uh, but, I mean, there's a way to get after him. Plus, if these quarterback design runs with this Chiefs defense, and Josh kind of did the sneaky thing last week to Pittsburgh. Of like, That's I'm gonna crap, slide. man. I'm not, I'm not sliding. Well, and I'm not – I mean, he, he'll, get, he'll get bumped this week. Not, not illegally, but if, if Nick Bolton gets a shot on him on quarterback design run, he'll feel it. Mitch, stay fired up. I'm fired up. I know. So just that's awesome. Just I'm telling you, Danon, if it's we're going in there, baby, and you <laughs> better get on your horse. Get on your horse, Josh, right now. I'm gonna tell you what, Mitch. I'm sitting here right now at 7:45 in the morning, and I'm already breaking out in a sweat. I'm ready to go. Can I come to this game too and fight we're off gonna, the fans? I'm making snowballs you right can. now. We'll set you. Yeah, absolutely. We'll go out to meet them. It's like Lord of the Rings. We're gonna go out to meet them. Like, we're not going to sit there and wait for him. Ah. And uh, we're taking B-Dub with us. He can, you know, play the music. Uh, so uh, we're rolling in there, man. This might be more like the, the TV fight. Though, yeah. In, in, yeah. All right, nobody touch anybody's like, face. Maybe less. No jumping on fire-filled <laughs> yeah. tables. Yeah. We don't need brick. In, in the words of, in the words of Ben Stiller. In the words of Ben Stiller in that scene. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Thank you, Mitch. No touching of the face. Of course. Policia. Policia. <laughs> Mitch Holtis, voice of the Chiefs, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Silverstein Eye Centers. Achieve your best vision and experience yeah. outstanding patient care at Silverstein Eye Centers. 5.30, the kickoff on 106.5. The Wolf coming up on Sunday. That means pregame coverage gets underway at 2 on both The Wolf and here on 610 Sports Radio. And, in fact, 610 coverage begins at 9 with Dusty. Uh, Bink and Chris take over at noon, and the network pregame gets underway at 2, all right here on 610 Sports Radio. 
Uh, Bob alluded to it a little bit. There's a national guy that's trying to force feed Andy's retirement for some particular reason. Not sure why. Next. Fesco in the morning. If my neighbor came over and snuck zucchini onto my porch, I think I'd have him arrested. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. So yeah, Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk, out there spreading stuff about Andy's future. Yeah, he was which... on with our friend Zach Gelb yesterday on CBS Sports Radio, and he sent me this clip of Florio. Boy, did I get heated yesterday when I heard it. Well, because you had had reported earlier in the week mm-hmm. that, in fact, none of these things are true, and they could be on the verge of an extension here any minute. Yeah, any minute or, you know, in the near future, whatever that means. You know, it doesn't have that, to be necessarily this there's... year. There's a multiple, like, five years, right? Yeah. There, there, He's got five-year, which you should. I mean, which you should, like, right. just whatever, whatever you want to do. Right. Whatever However do. long you want to be here. And the, yeah. and the thought is right now that Andy wants to go, like, another five years cool. right now. And that's awesome. fantastic. Let's do and, it. and you want Andy around. He has no intentions of retiring, yet, uh, yet Jim Florio's out here peddling this nonsense. The one I'm watching is when the Chiefs season ends, is Andy Reid going to retire? Oh, wow. Is it, 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 he has said – He's not thinking about it. And I guess the smart enough would say, well, there's nothing to think about if you've already decided you're going to do it. But I, I think there's reason to believe the Chiefs have the possibility on their radar screen. We'll find out when the season ends. You know, a lot of times, guy keeps his mouth shut until it's all said and done. He doesn't want to be the story. He doesn't want to be the focal point. He doesn't want it to be the issue. Although I could say at some level, the closer they get to the Super Bowl, if guys start thinking maybe Andy Reid would walk away, that gives them the extra little kick to let no, him walk out with a trophy. But we'll see. And could you imagine if that job opens up, that would instantly become the most coveted job in the sport with Mahomes? Ever since I caught wind of the possibility that the Chiefs are bracing for Reid leaving, not saying he will, but I think there's reason to believe the Chiefs have it on the radar screen. They don't. Mahomes, there's only one, and the Chiefs have him. So if you're Mike Vrabel, who played for the Chiefs for the final two years of his career, if you're Bill Belichick, if you're Jim Harbaugh, if you're one of these great coaches with options, you kind of want to play it out. No, you don't. And maybe at some level you're kind of hoping that they lose sooner than later because you don't want to ride this all the way out until February 11 if the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. And there's Jim Florio reporting erroneously. What? I mean, Belichick's can you believe Belichick is Chiefs waiting open? for the Chiefs? Meanwhile, he's going down there to finalize the deal in Atlanta, right? Vrabel? Uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's terrific. I mean, we all know Nagy's taking the job once Andy Reid moves on uh, from Kansas City. And and I've talked to enough people, Josh, close to the, the, to the situation who are laughing at this. You heard what Mitch said in the last segment about it as well. And, and so when he continues to spread this rumor, it really infuriates me. I, I, I'm think, told unless he's told only Clark by himself, nobody in the organization is bracing for Andy Reid to walk away. I think Vrabel should wait. Yeah. Not take the charger job mm-hmm. and hold out the possibility that Andy's done. Right. I think that's the perfect 
Rabel should take this message. Yeah, absolutely. He should. He should indeed <laughs> wait. I don't like these. I don't like these interviewing with the Chargers. Uh, so I don't either. He should wait just to see. I, yeah. I would agree. I would agree with Forty on that one. Yeah, just yeah, just, just wait and out. see what happens. But just I mean, it, it's such an erroneous report, and I, I I keep talking to people about this. Right, people that know Andy and know his thinking, and and it's like, why do you keep asking me these questions? I'm like, because Florio keeps reporting this stuff, mm. and so Florio clearly has a vendetta against the Chiefs. He's trying to get inside the head of Kansas City in hopes that they lose because remember this was the same jackass who was putting the bounty out on Mahomes remember Josh during the uh, the first Super Bowl in Miami wasn't he the guy didn't he say something about hurting Patrick Mahomes is the only way San Francisco could win yeah Right, yeah. right. That guy got to go affect the quarterback, basically. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, th- so this is a guy who clearly has some sort of vendetta for Kansas City. But everybody that I've talked to and spoke to, and I've talked to some pretty high ups um, and, and people close to Andy Reid, th- no, nobody's bracing for anything like this. In fact, they're expecting Andy to sign an extension in the future and to keep him here until he's seventy, which is another five years. So Florio's getting a jump on this one, I guess, if if, if he's reporting this five years before it happens. But the fact that he goes on national television and national radio Bracing. and he's pushing this agenda that Andy Reid is considering retiring is 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 just is just wrong and it's stupid and it's nonsensical. Bracing. Hang on. Bracing. Bracing. He's like Clark holding onto the desk right yep. now. Like, Please yep. don't retire, Andy. It's not happening. Andy's not considering retirement. Mm. So this guy needs to stop with this nonsense. It is, it is a rather rather silly. Uh meanwhile, uh Dallas isn't bracing for a new uh, head coach either. Uh, Mike McCarthy is coming back. That's good. He's back. I'm, He's I'm back good in with Jerry's, this. In Jerry's yeah. box. Yeah. I'm good with As this. Smart. I love this move. It's smart by Dallas. Not sure what he's supposed to say when he meets the media, other than we got to do a better job in the playoffs. Right. But this is what he said to the uh, to the to the fan base yesterday in Dallas. Um, but my, my message would be this: uh, we, we we have established a, a you know a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the we have the right people, um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but you know. I know how to win, and and uh, we will get over that threshold. You know, I have total confidence in it, and, and that's why I'm standing here today. I'm pleased that he has confidence. If I'm a Cowboys fan, though, I that does come across to me as a little bit arrogant. Like I, I know, know how, to, how to win. I know how to win. You won like we've 30 years ago with Aaron Rodgers. We've established a championship program here, not the mm. world championship, but a championship. Uh, I don't think I don't think that that would resonate all that well with with. A fan. If I was a cowboy fan, I, I think you're right, Josh. It's, I think that screams is a little bit arrogant like, to me. Think about the last Super Bowl that you won. Be it, like a little bit humble. Like, yeah, we needed. We need to win playoff games. And yeah, that, we're going to commit everything to winning playoff games. Not, I know how to win. We know how to win. We just haven't. Right. When it matters. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so then you haven't won because you regular haven't. seasons are meaningless, bro. Like, like people need to wake up and realize they're not meaningless. But at some point, you have to break through. For 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 Mike McCarthy, it yes. doesn't matter anymore. For we know Cowboys, you can win in the regular yeah. season. For the Cowboys, you have to break through. You're down twenty-seven nothing before people got their popcorn the other day. Fans aren't gonna aren't gonna be there for that. When when you're in the playoffs perennially like Dallas has been in the last three years or the chiefs are the expectation is not to go 12 and five in the regular season and get bounced in the wild card round. That's underachieving. You failed. If you're Mike yes. McCarthy, yes, you, you did. failed you big did. time. Don't get up there and go, I know how to win. 
You, you you won like seriously like 15 years ago. You won a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. That's like Sean Payton telling everybody kiss his ring in Denver. Yeah. You haven't won a Super Bowl since 08 mm. or 07, whenever the hell that was that the Saints won the Super Bowl. Right? Like it's been a generation since Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton have won anything. Google me. Six Ten Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDF HD Two Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Yeah, it's so long ago. You have to tell. Uh, just go back and look in the Wayback Machine. Yeah. You'll see when I won. Dude, we didn't even have high definition the last time Mike McCarthy won a Super Bowl. Mm. Mm. Well, you didn't, for sure. No, I definitely didn't. Yeah. <laughs> we might, we might, we might have collectively. Be, I know you didn't. I, we when, when, did, when was that I Super Bowl win? I don't, was that in the aughts? I, I think it can be. Dub, look that up real fast and see when when they won it because it was Green Bay. It was Aaron Rodgers. It was early in the Rodgers experiment in Green Bay, and obviously that thing went south because they traded him to the Jets. Um, and and so in the early stages of the Rodgers experiment, while he was filling time before Jordan Love got there, twenty ten, twenty ten. Uh January of 2010. Is that when you went HD? I went HD <laughs> pretty soon after that. I'm going to guess for that Super Bowl, I was not an HD television. Wow. wow. So mine was 0405 range. Yeah. From the 620, Josh was still watching movies on beta the last time he won a Super Bowl. Uh, maybe, it's true. Maybe. I mean, so 2010, it's 2024. Like, seriously, talk about something that matters. You got a winning program. Oh, well, we won in 2010. Yeah, that was a Hall of Fame quarterback, a former team, and 14 years ago! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.